Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, uh, coming to you live on Dallas Training Floor. It is Friday, finally. We're at the end of the week, <laughs> August 6th. And uh, so hopefully everyone had a good week today. Um, the market is kind of getting squirrely a little bit. I think we're going to pull back a little bit. Um, you know, the NASDAQ is up slightly, but uh, kind of getting the kind of getting the vibes that uh, some of the techs, we may be ro rotating out of some of the techs. And I think where the money is going, <laughs> I think it is, is in some of the financials that have done pretty well. Matter of fact, I just uh, uh, opened uh, uh, about two positions in Goldman Sachs. It's right in the buy zone right now. And I also did buy uh, a, uh, a position in Trex, which is kind of an interesting company. Uh, so... Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I sold off some stuff uh, as well. Um, I decided that I would get rid of uh, what was left of L Brands. Of course, L Brands, it kind of didn't split, but there was a there was a spinoff of Victoria's Secret. I took, I kept Victoria's Secret, <laughs> but I sold Bed Bath and I think it's Bed Bath and Beyond. Is that right? No, it's BBWI. That's that's what that's what it happened. What happened was L Brands became BBWI and VSCO, which is Victoria's Secret. So I sold the, the bath and I kept the secret. So that's kind of what I did, kind of what I did. So without further ado, let's get into some of the slides. Okay, well, the, um, the market is still in a confirmed uptrend, which is a good thing. But we are, we've pulled back a little bit today, as you can see, on the NASDAQ. NASDAQ is still above uh, 14,500, which is amazing. It's near its all-time highs. Um, so that's, yeah, it's a little bit, you know, we're starting to see a little bit of weakness. I think I think the plane may be stalling out as it's in that, and trying to do the loop-de-loop, -loop and, you know, how that goes up and stalls and pulls back a little bit. And I think, that eh, we're not there yet, but come Monday, I think we might have some, some downward pressure. I did sell um tesla today i i had two i had two positions in the small portfolio and i sold it right at a 600 right at 699.99 that's 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 where i ended up uh, selling it so i'm out of tesla uh as well so just kind of wanted to tell you that before we get into everything else um the the s&p is up a little bit dow jones is up and uh oh wait a minute i need to do something very quickly here for all my friends over in the over in the um, the Discord room, you know, and let's see, you know, I didn't, I forgot to, um, you know, I I, for, I, for, I forgot to put them uh, on to to send over the link. So that's what I'm going to do uh, right now. I, for, I, I forgot to put them uh, on to send over. So I'm going to send it over to them right now. Um, and just there, there we go. There, okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm on. I'm now. I now. I think I'm back on the air as well. I was uh, putting that link over to the Discord room. By the way, if you're interested in the Discord room, it's a great. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a great thing and uh, easy to get um, involved with that. All you have to do is uh, go over to, w, you know, if you're if you're uh, on the if you're on TikTok, just go to my profile and click the link, and you'll see, you know, where we, you know, uh, you know, where the spec for the special uh, Discord room. And then if you're on, um, 
just anything else, just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and uh, then um, you can just see where it says special discord. Just click on that link and uh, it'll it, uh, be good to go. So, um, so let's take a look at the optimism, the economic optimism. And I think this might be having something to do with it. I, I just, I don't know. You know, you never know what's going to, what's going to happen, but the economic optimism since, since the, since the beginning of June has kind of come down a little bit. So we are down about 1.3%. We kind of peaked in, in, uh, March, and then we kind of have kind of been kind of slowly going down. I, I think this might have to do with the inflation numbers that have started to come out. We're starting to see inflation, of course, in all kinds of things like, um, you know, like uh, um, like food and <coughs> and um, and gasoline and and rent and, and all these other things that we all have to pay. Um, so the economic is, is moving a little bit down and. <clears throat> the optimism is is moving a little bit down. So that probably is going to mean that we're going to see a little bit of self in the tech because tech is kind of based in optimism. And when we have inflation, you know, tech doesn't do as well. Typically, the, the things that will do well in that in that environment typically are like the financials. And that's that's why we get to the next slide. And that basically is the stock of the day today is Wells Fargo. And uh, Wells Fargo had good earnings, uh, and it's just cleared this very critical 48.23 buy point. So Wells Fargo is actually a buy right now, and uh, the relative strength is moving much, much better. Uh, it uh, the 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 industry group is better. The um, it's off it's off of what they call a flat base, and it looks like they're going to move above that. 50-day average. That's this red line here that you can see. That's the 50-day average. Very important. So we're starting to see some strength in the financials. I bought Goldman Sachs today, uh, but Wells Fargo is also very, very good. These are the two stocks that I purchased today, and uh, they're Goldman Sachs, of course, and that is up about $13 today, about 3.62%. It's a relatively expensive stock. It's got a very nice uh, composite rating. It's pretty much one of the strongest financials. It's really not a bank. It's Really more of an investment management company. I mean, it's really like that. So, but they're they're good. They had some very good earnings. You know, not, you know, they're they're kind of dialed into a lot of things. So they typically do well. And then this company called Trax, which moved above a buy point, and it's at 105.15 when I when I took the slide. So it's looking pretty strong too. A little bit uh, less volume on this one. The thing about the Goldman that is very very interesting. It's up very strongly, but there's and there's a lot of volume, so that's something something that you always want to kind of look at there. All right, this is kind of what I have in store. This is this is all the stocks that I'm holding. Doesn't include some of the spreads that I have. I'm working on a spread for um, for Generac. I don't have that ready to go yet, but hopefully I will. It's it's a it's a bull put spread. Generac had some. Uh, you know, is pulling up, and so maybe that will work. We'll see. But that's um, I'm going to have that out hopefully tonight if it if it goes through on the action trade alert so if you're interested make sure that you're signed up for the action trade alert super easy to do of course go to www.dallastradingfloor so i'm in nvidia i've stayed in nvidia it's it's pulled back a little bit it's 203 uh, but anything over 200 i'm pretty excited coming up on earnings in about two weeks i do expect very good earnings from 
NVIDIA. DocuSign, it's off a little bit today. It was up yesterday. It's down today. Kind of, eh, it's still pretty good. I really like it. Nike, this has been my star performer. And I, you know, I wouldn't have thought it, but Nike doing very, very well as well. Um, of course, I'm in Robert Half. That's up today. Not a lot, but uh, a little bit of volume up. This is the temporary staffing firm, of course. Perk and Elmer, it pulled back a little bit uh, today, a little less than a percent. Still really, really like Perk and Elmer. Part of the reason I like Perk and Elmer so much is because they are in the business of making gene sequencing equipment. And just about everybody that's involved in the life sciences is a customer. So that's a good thing. Um, STM, ST Micro, this one has been doing quite well. This is an interesting company. It's a Swiss-Italian company. And what they do is they make chips for the automotive sector, and they've been short as of late. So that one's pretty good. Now, we all probably heard about Square. Square's off a lot, $5, almost 2% down. I'm still holding it. I had my stop loss at 273 It's at 276 So I might be out of Square pretty quick. Also, I have Snap. This is doing a little bit better. Uh, it ran way up, and I and I bought it. So we'll see how, how that, that, uh, that comes out. Victoria's Secret's down a little bit. I do only have only eight shares of this. This was a dividend, the stock dividend that I got from holding L Brands. Sold off the parent company, of course, and that's uh, Bath & Body Works, BBWI. So I sold off that, but I kept the Victoria's Secret. Uh, CrowdStrike, it's down too. Uh, this one, eh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, a lot of these, you know, I've just rotated them, so we'll see if they work. Um, Viva Systems down a little bit today. The big gainer that I had today, Goldman Sachs, is up about $13 uh, a share or about 2.5%. So that's pretty good. And also Trex, it's also up. Not as much, just $0.95 cents or a little bit, almost almost um, a percent. So that's kind of the, you know, that's kind of the, the long and the short of it there <laughs> in, uh, in, 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 in what I'm holding. All right. So let's get to some of those questions. Always excited to see. Um, where? What is the stop loss on Vive? Good question. And let's go to Vive. Um, let's see if I can get that in there. Well, maybe not. My charts are not. There we go. Uh-oh. got Siri in there, and I don't want Siri. I want to turn this darn... Uh, uh, please turn off. There we go. <laughs> All right. For some reason, you know, I get I get Siri comes on and I can't. You know, it, it it's it's a weird thing. So let's let's do let's bypass Siri here for um, for the for the stop loss on Viva Systems and I keep a spreadsheet with all my with all my stop losses on it just because. That way I can remember what I've gotten, where I have it. So I'm going to move over to that. There we go. And let's look over here. At, um, Viva Systems is in... Uh, <laughs> I'm to figure out which portfolio that's in. Ah, here it is. Okay. Just flip over to that. Okay, yeah. My, my stop loss for Viva Systems is 324. So I'll show you that in a second. Here we go. Let's 
And it's right here. 324 is the uh, stop loss that I have it on Viva Systems. I am currently on Viva. I am basically dead even. I'm actually I'm down three dollars and fifty four cents on Viva. I only I don't have a lot of it, um, but that's this position right here. And this is in one of my portfolios. Um, so Viva Systems, uh, I have a stop loss set on it. Three twenty four is the is the stop loss for Viva. So thank you for that question. I appreciate it. All right, let's look at space. You know, this is the final frontier, I guess, right? <laughs> Just being corny. Um, so let's look at the chart for space. And they, they, you know, I think they're coming up on earnings. So, you know, we might get, you know, it might work this time. I've done well in space. I've, I've been, basically been in and out. I mean, I haven't really, um, you know, I, ha I haven't really done a whole lot on it, but um, this is the this. Let's see. Yeah, this here's the chart of space. We're still trading below the twenty. The um, we're still trading below the fifty-day line, but it looks as if we are in a uptrend, which is a nice thing. So I'm going to just draw the line here. This is this is the this is the trend line, and. Um, you know, this is the trend line. So we're definitely above the trend line, which is a good thing. We have, um, we, you know, we had some earnings actually come in here. Let's take a look. And and really with 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 uh, Virgin, oh, that's Velco, sorry, SPCE. Wrong chart there. Ah, there we go. All right. So um, earnings. Well, we don't really have any earnings, I guess, obviously, with, with Virgin Galactic. There we go. Okay, yeah, it's this is a really tough one, and and uh, basically, you know, we we've moved up above that twenty that uh, twenty one day line. Uh, I haven't been in it really since it made this the, this run. I'm I'm looking to possibly, you know, get a position right here at the fifty day line. That you know that that would be where I would buy it. Um, you know, currently I'm not in it, of course. Um, and at, if it was at the 50 day line, that would be about 38.35 would be approximately where you would buy it. Now, currently it's 33. So we've got about five to go. I wouldn't necessarily buy it here, even though it did, even though it has moved up very, very nicely. I still think I want to, I want to see a follow through. So, uh, even though we had, we had some nice volume here, uh, that, that, that is, that has come in on the chart. Let's look at the 60 minute chart, 10 minute chart to see kind of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, beginning of yesterday, uh, we had the spike up, and then it, it, it basically pooped out here at about 35. That's really we want to see it move above 35 before we're really interested in buying it. We did have a lot of selling at the end of the day, as you can see, big sell, big sell bar. So the question is, you know, what is you know what is it doing today? Well, you know, it's 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 a little bit of a downward trend. So. Um, it's a, at least from today. We had this tremendous pull up here, but it seems as if there's some resistance right about 35. So here's what I would say on uh, on Virgin Galactic. I wouldn't be in this until we were above 35. I just really wouldn't because I think that you know we've got to um, <laughs> we've got to get past that resistance. So buying it below that, eh, it's probably not what I would do. So. My, my advice on space or Virgin Galactic SPCE 
would be to uh, probably wait until it moves past about 35. So, you know, just take the weekend off and, and relax. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe it'll be viable uh, on Monday. So let's look at SCR for Matt. Thank you. Social Media Gaming. Wow, I've never heard of this company. Just shows you, you know, I just this is an IPO. And it has this IPO base. So this is good, actually. By the way, this is very instructive of an IPO base. When it comes out, you see it'll come out and then it'll go up. And then it's sort of its resistance and then there's the sell-off and then it bounces and then it's come back way up again. So actually, you know, if I were to buy this, this would be kind of a place I'd be possibly looking at about, you know, at about 34. So, I mean, I think you could probably buy this. Uh, I, I don't think I would, but I definitely think that it's not bad. It's got a good checklist, 78%. Um, the industry is good. Internet content is very, very good right now. So, you know, as, as far as things go, this this isn't all bad. I mean, uh, this isn't all bad. I kind of want to check out the the Internet content area. Well, definitely. Look at that. C Limited and uh, SE and SCR. You know, I'm more familiar with C Limited than I am uh, with that. But, uh, yeah, this is, okay, so, okay, so basically it's got the, the, the huge companies, Google, of course, Facebook, you know, uh, Weibo, um, all those. And then this is, this is one of the ones that's done the best. I don't know. I'd be a little bit concerned about this. I'd be more inclined to buy, you know, and of course, these are sky-high expensive shares, but I would be more inclined to buy one or two shares of, 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 of Alphabet, really. I, that's what I would do there, Matt. So I don't know about SCR. I really don't. It's, it seems like it might be good, but uh, I don't know. Uh, let's look at this one. This is an interesting one. This, is a, this was a um, ONTO. Oops. Is that right? Did I get that right? No. Get in there. ONTO. All right. Uh, oh, okay. This is... Uh, uh, some connection. Interesting. Okay, this, I'm not familiar with this. This is right in the buy zone, Matt. Hey, I'm liking this. I'm I'm really liking this. The buy point on this one was 75.61, and this is right in the buy zone. And this is this is kind of the area that you ought to be looking in. 41 out of 197. So that's looking very very good. And look at this relative strength line. It's moving up nicely. Let's just kind of do a little bit of a putting a line there and the reason I'm doing it is to see kind of it looks like it's near its all-time high in relative strength that's good too uh, they had terrific earnings wow this is this is a real find here Matt I was this was, was not on my radar but it's got a hundred percent checklist wow that's a buy uh, that is definitely a buy that that's a Bible right now uh, absolutely absolutely Bible right now that one wasn't that one wasn't on my wire but this is Bible right now so that one that one is looking very very good very good so that's yeah i mean uh o n t oh i know who these guys are <laughs> i i'm really near richardson here in texas and there's actually one of their offices right down the street. <laughs> now I know what they are. Okay, they're right next to UTD. Okay, okay, good, good. Yeah, this is this is a strong stock. This is a strong stock 
nice buy point. It's got a base-on-base -base formation. This is the first bit consolidation. This is the second. So that's a, that's very strong. That's very, very strong. What I'm going to do is I am going to put that down on the list. Oh, and that's going to be the Bible list. And that's on O-N-T-O. So that's definitely a good stock. Thanks, Matt. I, I, I really appreciate that. That's uh, I wasn't that one wasn't on my radar, but it has a very, very nice, very nice um, uh, pattern right now. All right, let's look. Hans, thanks. And my, my, my old favorite, NVIDIA. It's down a little bit today. But I have faith because I, I think that their AI chips are pretty innovative, and I think a lot of other people do too. I'm not the only one that thinks that. And we've pulled back a little bit. We're still right below that critical 208.75. That's the highest high. We're $5 away from that. We're, very, we're getting very close. So I think if you're in it, I think you definitely should hang on to it because it's got a 100% checklist, kind of like this on to. Uh, so I do like this, this sector. I do like the area. I do like the company. Uh, I believe this is the number one in the chip sector, but let me just check here real quick. This is the fabulous. This is uh, different than Intel or TI because they both run fabs, but this is sort of the, so let's kind of look. Yeah, NVIDIA is the top one. Of course, we were in AMD, and of course, I did sell at 116. I had a, I had a tight stop loss out there. That's one thing about AMD that I've learned over the years that I that I've traded it. When you get in, when it, it runs up and then it pulls back hard, so you got to push your stop loss up quickly. But I'll probably try to get back into that one. So basically, these are the top monolithic power uh, AMD and NVIDIA. This is the best in the chips right now. Uh, and Lattice Semiconductor Rambus. There's a lot of companies in there that are very, very good. Let's, let's, I just, for fun, I want to look in on um, uh, 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 AMD. And see kind of how it's doing. See if there's another entry point. Yeah, well, we're down a little bit today. Not not too bad. I think it'll. I think. I here's what I think is going to happen with AMD. I think we're going to pull down basically to the um, the 10 day line, and then I think we're probably going to bounce higher. Um, AMD is very very spiky. Uh, you know, the buy point is really 95.44 right here, on up about five dollars up to about a hundred. So. I think it could possibly pull as low as as the top of the buy buy range, but um, I do think that they're they're it's still a great company. It's just that you got to know how to how to trade it. It's a tough one to trade. I mean, you know, I've been burned many times on it, so I kind of have it down. You know, when you buy it, you push that stop loss up really quick because it'll pull back on you. Let's look at CrowdStrike. Thank you, Hans C R W D. That's the symbol for CrowdStrike. And I have CrowdStrike. Yeah, it's off a little bit today, but it's still in the buy zone. So I'm still pretty confident. Um, it looks like it's going to bounce off of that 21-day line. That's this green line here. If you can see it, I don't know if you can see it. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of. Let me see if I can zoom in a little bit uh, to see if you can see it a little, just a little bit better. And I'm going to arrange the. Yeah, so it's a little bit easier to see it. Um, you know, I you could probably see this a little bit better. Uh, and that is, it's um, it's right in the spy range. The, the basically the buy point for CrowdStrike, two fifty one twenty eight up about five percent. So it's solidly within that that buy zone. Now you'll notice it kind of oscillates in here. It comes up and then down and then up and then down. It's in a downward move, uh, motion. So I do kind of expect CrowdStrike to possibly come down 
you know, possibly or, or bounce at the 21 day. I have my stop loss set right here uh, at, uh, at basically, uh, at basically 251.28. That's where my stop loss is on CrowdStrike. Um, but I do think that it, it's still, it, it's, it's, it's behaving very health, you know, in a healthy way because it needs to, but it needs to break through this 272. And then once it, once it does, it'll go higher, but expect it to pull back a little bit on Monday. Um, yeah, expect it to pull back a little bit on Monday. Wait for the bounce. I think the bounce probably will come Monday or Tuesday, and I think it will oscillate back higher. But that's what it's kind of looking like to me. Let's. Uh, I just want to kind of look at the 30-minute chart on it to see. Let's see. There we go. Okay, yeah. We had a, oh, some strong buying action. Okay, so that's good. This is where my stop loss is right here. So I showed you a different view. This is just actually a different view. You notice how it's coming up, bouncing. And then I think it will probably settle. So I, I think I think it you know I think it's still still viable at this point. Um, it's right in the buy zone, uh, so I wouldn't give up on it at all, um, even though it's down a little bit today. But it looks very very good. I like both of these stocks, of course. Um, you know, CrowdStrike probably a little bit less than with um, you know CrowdStrike probably a little bit less than with. Uh, um, with uh, Nvidia, I you know I, I, as you know I probably right now I'm kind of very uh, bullish on Nvidia and they and they and they're going to come into earnings in about two weeks so we will see. Thanks, Nico. IIPR. Let's take a look at IIPR. Let's see, oh, innovative industrial product properties. You know this is the way to play, play cannabis. I think Nico, this, you're 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 smart to to bring this one up, you know, the cannabis place directly are very tough because, you know, they're, it's like Tilray. They can sell in Canada and, you know, and there's a lot of restrictions. It's, it's legal some places. It's not legal other places, but innovative industrial properties, they're not really in the cannabis business. What they do is they're sort of the, the grow station landlord. So anybody that wants to ha to grow marijuana, they can rent from this company and they're all set up to do it. It's right now it's in a buy zone. And it just topped 222.08. Now, in the specialty retails, in the specialty um, uh, real estate space, this is one of the this is one of the real standouts. I've, I've what I've done is I've gone over here to the um, to the to the weekly view. We had a very nice uptick here in this week, so there's definitely some big money coming in to this REIT. It's 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 interesting. I mean, the the we we went we had some very good earnings. The um, you know. The sales were up 101 percent, profits were up uh, 36 percent, which which for which for a property-based company is quite quite good. Also, we're in this REIT uh, area; it's 16 out of 197. So, this group in general is produce is is faring very well. I just kind of want to take a look to see which ones are the ones. Well, number one is IIP, so that's good, and then Broadstone, and then Essential Properties. So. Um, yeah, this is looking very, very, very strong. Um, I definitely think this is this is a good one. It's definitely in a buy zone, so uh, you could definitely, uh, you know, you could you could you could definitely you can definitely buy this one. Um, uh, I I, uh, oops, I uh, there he is. Ooh, <laughs> I almost got it right. I I P R is the symbol, and I definitely think that this is actionable at this level. And I just want to check the checklist here just real quick. 
it's a hundred percent. So, wow, that's a that's a good checklist. Just kind of show you that checklist right now. Hundred percent passes on every category. So that's very very good. And it's financial, which right now is seeing a lot of love. Some of the some of the growth stocks are pulling back a little bit, and some of these some of these plays are looking very very good right now. Um, and this is IIPR. So. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for bringing this one up. It's it's looking very very good, uh, and the sector is looking good. We have nice fund ownership. 505 funds are in it, so uh, it's looking looking pretty pretty good. Uh, so I would say that that's a definite. Uh, you know, it, you it's right in the buy zone right now, and you're definitely buyable right now. So you could definitely buy IIPR absolutely right now. Um, can you please go over Overstock? Overstock. You know, I've never used Overstock, uh, but I hear people really like it. Um, never used it, but unfortunately, I wish that chart was better. I'm looking at the weekly chart here. We kind of have, you know, the trend on this over, overall is not kind of what we want to see. Unfortunately, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. See, okay. Not, not, not what we want to see. Um, this is at a downward trend currently, as you can see. It's below that 200-day line, so I really can't buy it. It's got a relative strength of 11, and unfortunately, this internet, this retail internet sector is just not doing as well uh, as uh, you know as it as it has been. Had some great earnings though, uh, but it just was. It's just not enough. There's sort of disinvestment, a little bit of disinvestment going on in the sector. We'll see how long that lasts, but it's got a 44 um, checklist. So I think you just got to say no moss on that one. Um, I just, I don't think you can, I don't think you can buy it um, right now. It's just, it, it, the chart just doesn't look right uh, to me. Uh, what about Bank of America? This is a question from TikTok. So let's look at BAC. Now we're, we're starting to see some, some interest in the financials, and I and I don't really like the financials. I, I'll be honest with you, uh, I am not a huge fan of the financials. But being that they're they're sort of getting the love from Wall Street right now, I I think that things are looking good. We definitely had you know we definitely had this nice spike up today. All the financials are doing well today, and as you can see, it's right up to that fifty day line. So that's looking pretty good. Now, can you buy this thing? Well, I think that they're probably your better merchandise. It's a 67 checklist, which is okay, but I think that there's just better merchandise out there. I always want to be in the better stuff if you can. Uh, and right now, um, interestingly enough, and this is one that, by the way, I saw this on the screen. This is a fascinating stock. This is an English stock. I was looking at this just before the show. It's called Lloyd's Bank, but Goldman Sachs is basically... Um, you know, basic, basically up there. But I want to show you the one that has the best earnings per share. And it's actually a foreign bank, and uh, it's a very inexpensive, a very inexpensive stock. It's called Lloyd's Bank Group, L Y G, L Y G. Um, and if I can put it on my little bit, little bit list here, L Y G. Um, and Lloyd's is it's it's starting to make this turn. Um, and it's a very cheap stock. It's a two dollar stock. Now, I normally I normally don't recommend two dollar stocks. This is usually just way too cheap for me. But this one looks fairly decent. Now, I, I'm not I'm not saying buy it, but 
I think it's very interesting. That's the reversal line, as you can see. So it's moving above that reversal line. The question is, how does it how does it even look? It's got a checklist. It basically fails on the current price. It's below ten dollars, but it, but basically everything else it seems to succeed here. I'm going to watch list this one. I just don't know much about it, but it's called Lloyd's Bank. It's based in based in London, I believe, and uh, it's doing very very well. It's a money center bank, and uh, right now the money center banks are are doing really well. I only have one money center bank right now in my own portfolios, and that is Goldman Sachs. That's sort of one of the better ones. Um, I also think that uh, Morgan Stanley is good as well, but, um, you know, and maybe, and, and Wells Fargo, uh, you know, let's look at WFC. Yeah, I, I think instead of um, Bank of America, I think you, if you're going to look for uh, a bank stock and it isn't Goldman Sachs, I think this one is not bad. It's Wells Fargo and Company is right in the buy zone. So if you're looking at a stock that you can buy right now that's in the financial area, and I normally don't recommend financial financials, I'll be honest with you. I don't, but this one, you know, the, you know, Wells Fargo is starting, is looking pretty good. It has a decent checklist, seventy-eight percent, and uh, you know, nice, nice ownership. Now I want to compare this against Goldman, just to kind of see. And let's pull that one up. Yes, is Goldman? Yeah, Goldman. I think is just a little better in terms of everything, a little bit better checklist, and uh, I think so. So. But if you're looking for a bank stock right now, because we are, you know, that is definitely an area that is starting to get some love, as people are selling out of uh, some of the um, some of the growth stocks. You know, take a look at at Goldman Sachs and also at um, at uh, Wells Fargo WFC. So those are the two, I think, that really uh, really are the ones. All right, we went over overstock. Um, Jim, help. Gold crash today. Uh, what do you think about gold next week? Thanks, Mohammed. You know, the problem with gold is a tough, gold's cold stuff to trade. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I, now here's the, here's the odd thing about gold. You would think that with all this inflation going on, that gold would be doing better than it is. But for some reason, it's not. And I, I don't know why that is. Uh, but I do know, I do look at this thing called, um, called GLD, which is the which is the ETF that tracks the price of gold, bullion. And it just fell off the cliff today. I mean, boom, it just went way, way down. The question is, why is that happening? Well, it's a 33 checklist. I, I believe it's because even though all of the, we have all this inflation coming coming due, there is a tremendous shortage because of int high interest rate payments of cash to pay those to pay, to pay those to, to pay those interests. So, I'm not so sure that gold is the best hedge right now against uh, against inflation. I, I, and it's strange that I would actually say that. I think the best um, inflation hedge right now is um, royalties from oil, <laughs> because I think that those are probably going to do going to do the best. Let's just kind of take a look to see. I want to I want to take a look at the groups to see what's doing the best. You know you know what you know, what group of the economy, where, where we're seeing the best results. And so I'm going to go to the industry groups here and we're going to just rank them top to bottom. There we go. So the current number one group right now is department stores. Can you believe that department stores? I got to see that because, because man, maybe, maybe I should be buying Dillard's. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should be buying Dillard's. Um, this is the number one group in this. This is the number one group. Uh, 
Coles and Macy's, Nordstrom's. This is really interesting. Dillard's. Let's look at Coles. I want to see if there's any. Yeah. Okay. Well, huh. Isn't that interesting? Retail department stores. Let's go back and. So this is the number one sector right now. I, I Macy's. Man, I can't believe this. It, 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 I tell you, when you look at this chart, you just you're always amazed at what's going on. Well, it looks as if Macy's may be turning higher. Well, you know, it's earnings in 13 days. I have to, I have to take a look at this sector. But anyways, why is gold doing poorly? I don't know why gold is doing poorly. That's a good question. And I, and I don't have a good answer for you, so I won't answer, I won't answer you on that. I don't know. I, I do not want. Oh, yes. Uh, gold crash blow due to NFE. Oh, okay. Um, what do you think about gold next week? I probably, uh, I don't know. It sounds like gold's under attack. I don't know, Mohammed. That's, that's a very good question. I, I, I don't have a good answer for you. So I'm not in gold right now, and um, you know I just don't know how it's uh, stacking up. Let's look at uh, CFLT for Cheech. Let's do that right now. CFLT. Unfluent Class A, Office of Cloud-Based Practice for Infrastructure. Huh. Okay, so it's an IPO. All right, and it's in the computer software database space, which unfortunately is an underperforming space. You know what? That doesn't look like a good. Doesn't look like a good chart. Um, I probably would not be buying this one. The buy point there is a buy point on it on an IPO base at fifty-seven ninety-nine. We're pretty far away from that, so I just don't think I'd pass. Yeah, I would pass on this one definitely. I just don't think that one is gonna is gonna work. Um, I just don't think that one's going to work, unfortunately. Uh, let's. Uh, somebody is asking about Under Armour. So let's. I I have I have Nike, but let's look at Under Armour. I think that's UA. Some yeah, Under Armour. What do you know? All right, let's look at let's look at Under Armour. We're right below that buy point twenty one eighty eighty two. You know what? This one might be really good. Um, I I have I I've done very well in. Um, I've done I've done very well in uh, in uh, Nike in the last month or so, and this one seems to be kind of have some Nike like characteristics. It's a it's an eighty nine checklist that's very good. The sector is apparel, clothing manufacturers, which I wouldn't think would be a good sector, but Under Armour seem Under Armour seems to be doing well. I just kind of want to look see how it how it stacks up here. Uh, Delta Apparel Capri Holdings. This is an English company. And Figs. Yeah. Everyone really likes Figs. This is the company that's based in Los Angeles. is an IPO that makes um, uh, designer scrubs. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be a buyer of it looking at this. I mean, it did have a nice IPO. It ran up and then it sort of bounced at where the IPO was 22. And then it's sort of bouncing up again. So it might go higher. <laughs> I don't know. This is a tough sector. So Under Armour, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. I don't. I don't think I would have a full position on it though. I really don't. I just don't think I would. Thoughts on SSYS? The numbers and outlook are good. Let's look at this Real Madrid. Hope everything is okay over there in Germany. Wish I was over there now. Um, look at this. All right, so Stratasys manufactures. This is the 3D printer company. You know, I don't think this is a good area. And part of the reason, part of this is anecdotal and not based on the chart. Uh, 
But uh, HP tried to get into this business in a big, big way, and it didn't really work very well for, out for them. They ended up, you know, ended up being kind of a kind of a wash. Um, yeah, this is below the 200-day line. I just think you got to avoid this one. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, even if the numbers are up and the outlook, I mean, <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I think that, um, I think that, I think this is a, this is a, this is a tough row. This is a tough row right here. I, I don't, I don't think this one looks too good. So if, if I were down more than about 7% on this one, I'd probably consider, um, you know, I'd probably, probably consider selling it, um, just because of that. That might now. Okay, Clover Health. This is interesting. This is a question from TikTok. This is sort of a meme stock, and it is sort of not doing well. It it, it was it. This one has been shorted. This was the the climax top, and, and it's down some more. Could you buy this one? You know, I just don't think this one is very good. I I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. It's below ten dollars, so just I don't think this one is the. I don't think this is where you want to be. I don't think this one was where you ought to be. So, um, CLOV, I think you want to find a try to find a stronger company than that. I just, I don't think that's, I don't think it's going to do all that great. All right, let's look at OSOSAT. This is also a question from TikTok. OSAT. Uh, oh, Orbital SAT. Oh, yeah. Okay. Communication satellite. This is an IPO. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Enable. Okay. This is interesting. Um, securities. I don't know this one. Yeah, you know, this was this was kind of interesting. I just you know it just doesn't look though. Yeah, I don't think this one is. Uh, I don't think this is that great to be honest. No, uh, nope. I would not buy this one either. <laughs> Boy, I'm just going through them. Said so, no, no, no. Um, Apple after the dividends. Let's look at Apple. I, I really still like Apple, of course, and I don't think I'm alone in that. In that, but you know, Apple has a trouble because they've got so much cash and they have to invest it. And how do you do that when you know? How do you follow up the iPhone? It's tough. It's really, really tough. Um, I did um, sell my positions, as you can see. I sold them at one, uh, one forty-eight and one forty-eight sixty. We're still below that. I I probably will not buy Apple. Again, until it moves above the, uh, in, until it moves above the buy zone. So I'm going to kind of zoom in a little bit. On, oops, wrong one there. <laughs> there we go. Make sure that I'm on the right window. And hopefully we'll be. There we go. Just kind of zooming in a little bit on on Apple. So we can see that, yeah. So everyone can see this, because it's—I tell you—it's tough to see it when, when, uh, you know, when it's on the screen, you, it's tougher to see. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so let's pull it up. As you can see with Apple, it had this really nice cut base. It had this really nice cut base, and then it went into the consolidation. It came up to the buy point here. I bought it as it came through the buy point, and then unfortunately, it pulled back. So. Right now, um, right now on this, I think we've got to wait once again. Let's just see if there's anything we can we can look at. The checklist looks looks decent. I mean, it really does. The checklist looks good. Um, 
the only thing the only thing it's lacking on is the is the uh, you know it's the relative strength and I and I do think that you know because it's so big this relative strength is important but it's not the end of the deal. Could you buy it here? You could buy it here, um, but I do think that it'd be best if you bought it at the buy point or better. And currently, that buy point is at one forty five oh nine. That's where the buy point is. So. I really don't. I, it, right now, I'm not looking to buy Apple. Um, it's, uh, you know, I was sold out of it uh, myself, uh, and you know, and it, and it, it, you know, I haven't really gone back into it. If, if it sets up again, I may buy it, but right now, I'm, I'm out. All right, so let's look at Fastly, and Fastly, I'm down thirty percent. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. You know, here, you know, and I, I keep scolding everyone. I, you know, I, I know people don't want to be scolded on this, but, um, you know, you always need to put in that stop loss because, um, you know, you, you shouldn't be down more than 8% on anything. Uh, you really shouldn't because it, it's so hard to gain that that back. I mean, the, mo the, the name of the game here, I think, is to protect your capital. So, uh, let's look at Fastly, F-S-L-Y. And the way, the way I do it is with stop losses. I just go in and I, and I, you know, and I put in, I put in a stop loss. I mean, that's, 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 that's what I do. I mean, every time, I mean, I don't, I don't even, you know, it's not, it's second nature, uh, you know, on that. So basically what we have here is, you know, with Fastly and it, it was doing very, very well, but we're in this downward trend and we're below the, um, the 50 day average, you know, here's the thing people, you know, don't just hold on to it and hold on to it and hold on to it in hopes that it's going to turn around. It might turn around. Absolutely. But it's better to just sell to sell it right now, take your lumps and then put it into something that's, that's moving higher. That's, that's really, really important is that, you know, you constantly look for the things that are moving higher. So, um, my advice in a, on this is basically to sell. If you're down more than 7%, consider selling. Um, you know, in order for you to get back your 30%, the stock is going to have to go up like 45%, okay? Because when you get when you start losing, it's harder to get it back because, you know, it's going to have to go up, you know, quite a lot. It's going to have to go way back up here, about 45%. So it's just easier to cut your losses and... Um, you know, go with it, go with another stock. You should never really try, never to take a loss more than 7%. It's, it's tough to do, but not tough to do if you, if you put in stop losses. So that's what I really would recommend on that, you know, and, 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 and sometimes you get in the stock and it'll pull back. Like I was in AMD and I kept pushing my stop loss up. I got into AMD right about 95 or so. Uh, it just went crazy. It went up I, oh, like the 120, but I had pushed me, I was pushing up my stop loss. And then when it pulled back, I was sold out at 116. Now it's down, you know, about 112, and it may go lower. So stocks are like this a lot. So the most important thing, when you get into a stock, put that stop loss in, you know, six or seven percent below where you bought that. Um, but where you bought that, if it pulls back, you're going to be safe because I don't, you know, it's going to be very hard for you to get back your uh, 30 percent because because that takes about 45 percent gain. So it, it's very difficult. Very difficult. So always try to keep, always try to keep your your capital uh, intact. That's really really important. Uh, what do you think about Erling Klinger? I don't know Erling Klinger. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know what that company is. Um, my stop loss for AMD at one fourteen had triggered 
do to thank you. Uh, they can wait for some more time or better to back out. Um, you know, here's the thing. I think that you should probably, uh, uh, do you think uh, you can wait for some time or is it better to, to back out? Well, I think that's, you know, you know, right now go to cash. That's your best hedge. And then, um, you know, and then when it starts moving back up, then you can get back in. Always try to buy as it's moving up and then set that stop loss so that when it pulls back, you're not, you're not wiped out. By the way, if you learn how to trade the stop losses, it's a great way to squeeze profit out of, out of, um, out of, out of the market. I've, I've done it all. I've done it for years. And, and basically, you know, I'll kind of show you that's what, that's what the small portfolio essentially is all about is, is, is doing it like that. So I'm kind of just pull that, um, you know, pull, pull that, pull that up. There we go. There's the, there it is. All right. So, Basically, this is the small portfolio here, and what it does is that if you scroll over here, let's see if we can get that scroll bar. Does it let me? <laughs> I don't know if it will. Oh gosh, come on, let me let me sh show you over there. So if we were to go over here, you'll see. I think I have this thing called stop loss set, and this is where I set the stop losses, and this is the the profit or loss at. Uh, you know, if if the software circuits, this is how much I either make or I lose. Now, in this case, you know, if, if I if uh, you know if the stop loss triggered uh, here, uh, you know, I would I would make this. I would only lose. I can lose. See, I can lose a maximum of of six point four nine percent based on where that stop loss is. So so that's really what what I'm saying is, even in a down market, you want to have those stop losses in there. And why? Because it's going to also sell you out at the right time. I and on this one, well, let's go back to the small portfolio here. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so here's my small portfolio now. Today, yesterday I was up on almost everything, but today I'm I'm down on almost everything. See, I just started these positions. I haven't had them very long. I've had this one for nine days and this one for forty-two days, but I also always put in a stop loss in there, and the reason I do it is because that protects me while I'm not watching. So even if I was Taken out of this stop loss, I'd still make seven percent on this on this trade, and and you'll see I lose no more than two a two percent three percent three percent four percent. So these are the maximum losses based on my, um, based on my stop losses. So by trading with stop losses, you can it 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 can be very very good because you can you can uh, you can maintain your profit that way, and you can squeeze profit out of deals. Um, let's. I know the DK and why it's going. Let me see if I can take another question. Uh, they had great earnings. Okay, well, Zelo, you know, earnings earnings by themselves don't always um, don't always guarantee that the stock is going to go. As a matter of fact, many times, even on very very good earnings, the stock will go down. And the reason that happens is because it's a classic case of you know, buy on rumor, sell on news. So if the if the um, you know if the earnings are good, sometimes then um, you know it'll, it'll be a sell off because people will say, oh, okay, well we're through earnings now, and you know we're done with it. Now let's take a look at at, at uh, Zillow. That's symbol Z, and of course they're having it now. Right now, Zillow is in a downward trend. Okay, so would I buy this now? Absolutely not. I would not buy this one. I mean, they had some great earnings, but look, it still went down. Why? Because this is a classic case of buy on rumor, sell on news. And unfortunately, people are selling, even though they had good earnings. So 
um, this this is a, this this is just something you don't want to do. You you if you're not if you're coming into earnings and you're owning a stock, and you're not up at least ten percent, you should consider selling it, waiting through the earnings and then buying back on the other side. Um, this is a case that yes, they did have they did have good earnings. Their sales were up seventy percent, and their profits were up a whopping uh, almost four hundred percent. But look, they still went down. And why was that? Well, that's because that's a classic case of buy and remember selling news, as you can see. That's the that's the um, that's the thirty minute chart. And and you know, when those when those uh, uh, when those came in, it just it just tanked. So <laughs> not a good thing. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of you know what you know we think what well, that doesn't make any sense. Um, that that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Why? Um, why would that happen? Well, it does. It just happens that way. UMC. Now, this is the Taiwan. This is in Taiwan. Um, great company. Uh, very similar to TSMC, but smaller. Uh, United Microelectronics. It's traded on. It's traded on Taipei Exchange, and it trades through ADRs here. Uh, it has moved above a buy point, and the buy point is eleven twenty-five. Very interesting. This is a very interesting stock because. It doesn't have a lot of funds, but it's a, it's a very good company. And so this is one of the few examples where, you know, you have a 100% checklist in a stock that trades basically at $10. That's an excellent stock to buy. So this is a good, this is a very, very good stock. It's in the, uh, you know, the only thing is it's in a relatively low sector, 127 out of 197. But, but everything else is looking very, very good in this. So this, this, this company does have, Political risk, though, because uh, with the situation with China, because they are based in Taipei. But this is not a bad stock, and it wouldn't be a bad stock to own. It's right in the buy zone right now, and it absolutely is buyable at this moment. So, Raj, you know, I think I think it's all clear to to, to buy UMC. I, I like UMC. I like the chip sector in general, and um, you know, because it's sort of the engine of a lot of stuff that's that's happening in the world today. So. Uh, UMC is in the buy zone, very, very good uh, stock, and uh, you know, definitely one that uh, that you should look at. Um, the buy point on this one is 11.25, and it's basically, and I'll just give you the top of the buy zone here in a second if I can get the if I can get my cursor. There we go. Okay, so I've got it now. All right, so yeah, it's it's basically 11.25 up to um, about 11. 1180 so you have about 50 cents you can play with there it's there's a lot of shares of this stock and uh, it's a relatively low value stock but it's a very good company 100 percent checklist in the buy zone right now so a good stock to look at usio right take a look quickly at this one usio and it provides payment processing you know, this is interesting. I was trying to be, I, you know, the number one in this field, of course, is PayPal. I was in a pay, and I got shaken out. This chart is not what I like to see. It has a downward trend. I just don't like to buy them as a downward trend. Yeah, yeah this is a watchlist stock. I wouldn't buy this one. Uh, yeah, okay. It's It's got a 50% checklist. I think you got to be careful with this one. I wouldn't buy this one. I just, I just, would, I just wouldn't buy this one. Um, you know, and you know, it is a five dollar stock, it's under ten dollars. This is really a penny stock. You got to be careful with those penny stocks because they're very volatile. So, <laughs> please welcome Manners in the second to this Discord group. <laughs> he, he absolutely, um, 
thank you, thank you very, very much, Samuel. Thank you. Um, and, and thanks, Matt, for joining the Discord group. If you're in the Discord group, I appreciate it. I think I think you'll get some great. Uh, I think I think uh, you know, you know, it's great to have a, a really top trader in there because uh, you know we can all help each other find the right symbols and make money, and that's the whole idea. Yeah. All right. Proper break. Uh, what is the proper breakout to in out? Uh, let's look at out. Out. O U T. Proper break. Oh, okay. Very good. Thanks for that, Sadar. Thank you. On the weekly chart, it looks like it's right at the top of the buy zone. Let's click to the daily chart to see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're right at the buy point. For, uh, 24.98. We're at 24.96. We're right at the buy point. So, absolutely, uh, this is totally buyable. And we have an excellent checklist, 89. That's really, really good. Um, yeah, this is totally out front media. Out front media, and I'm not I'm not familiar with this one, but boy, oh, okay, yes, I know what this is. <laughs> I know this is this is a sign company, and this is actually you know the REITs are doing really well. I mean, you know, I I um uh you know IIPR of course that's in, uh, innovative industrial uh, properties. That's the marijuana uh, REIT, and this one I also like too because this is billboards, and billboards are a very profitable business. So. Really like this one. This is this is really good. I'm going to put this down in my list because you know we do have this this movement towards um, you know to we do we do have this movement towards some of these REITs and I kind of want to look at a few things here. Kind of look at the, oh yeah, look at that. Look at their the nice sales are up 46 percent, profits are up a whopping 280 percent. Obviously that's the reason. Yeah, look at that. We have this little Easter egg. And what this Easter egg is, is you can see this. This is a this is a, a volume spike here, and it's happened. And when they have the Easter egg, that means that that is the largest volume spike since the last um, earnings. So since way back here. So this is just this is looking very very good. Yeah, thank you very much, Outfront Media. I definitely like this one. And look at this. We've got several bases. We've got base one, base two, base three. So this is a base on base action. This is a very good chart pattern, by the way. Look at that. We're, we're you know, the the this is this is what you want to see with the 200 day line. It's just straight up, just just straight up. It's going from Los Angeles to about Washington D.C. If you're flying, so it's it's going right up. So it's looking good. Uh, it was, you know, it's it pulled back right before earnings. That's just, this is ideal action. We had a volume spike. It moves up into the. The buy zone is just a little bit below the buy zone. Yeah, this is a good. This is a good stock. This is a good stock. Now it, it's probably going to settle a little bit on Monday or Tuesday. Probably going to go down and make 24, maybe 23. But this is showing a lot of strength. It's in an upward trend, and uh, very nice, Sudar. Thank you for bringing this up. That's a good. That's really good. That's a really good stock. That's a very nice chart. That's a very, very, very nice chart. So thank you, Sudar. Appreciate it very much for bringing that. Uh, bringing that forward. Okay, Raj. Let's take a look at FND. F and D. All right. And that's Floor Decor. And, you know, Floor Decor has been doing great. And it's still a great stock. It's just moved up above this buy zone a little bit. There, there was an all-time high for Floor Decor of about one, um, uh, 116 right here. It's at 119. That was the former uh, all-time high. We, we came through this buy zone on a cup with handle formation. Very good formation. Up through the buy zone and up. And then we pulled back a little bit. So... 
I definitely think it's going to bounce. It's probably going to bounce at the 21-day line. So here's here's what I would say with that. I you know I don't think it's time to sell it. I think it's time to wait to see if we get a reversal if it bounces off this this little 21-day line. And currently that 21-day line is sitting right at about 116. So let's see if it pulls back to about 116 or maybe not. Maybe not even quite that. Tests and then moves higher. It looks like this is a test of the 10-day line. So this is still looking very healthy. Now, if you have a full position, um, you know, I don't think you have to do anything. I don't think you're, you know, depending on where you bought it, I don't think you're down, uh, you know, I don't think you're even down 7%. I think this is one's a hold if you've got it. There, you know, it, if you were to initiate it, it should be a little bit tricky to initiate a new position here. But I, I, I do think even though it's a tad extended, I think you could initiate a new position. Uh, it definitely is a good point. It's a definitely a good time to add, though. Uh, if you do have a position, you could add at this at this level. I think this is a good stock. And uh, it's got a very nice chart, even though it did test the 21-day line. It's got a 100% checklist. That is excellent. So I'm I'm very I like floor and decor a lot, I like the chart and uh, I do think though that uh, if if you if you're trying to initiate a new position, it might be a little tricky here because we are a little bit extended. But if you have a position currently, you could definitely add at this point. So very very nice. Thank you for that. And I think this is going to be our last question because we're just right about an hour here. Uh, message delete. Oh, message deleted. Did I? Did I delete a message? I don't think I did. Did I? I hope not. I hope not. Um, I hope I didn't do that. I, I'm going to try not to. What do you think about gold next week? Um, I think it's going to be probably a little bit weak. That's that's my that's my take on gold. So let's do one last one. A Y K A Y X. And I heard this morning in the Discord room that Kathy Woods had sold some of her Tesla. So I kind of took a precautionary measure there, and I sold some of mine just because I thought, well, you know, I could get burned on that. I don't want to. Um, oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, this is not looking good. Um, yeah, this just self-service data analytics. It sounds like a great idea. But, yeah, unfortunately, this chart is not good. You don't want to, you, This is not a good chart. You don't want to buy a chart like this. So I'm sorry about that. Well, um, we have come to the end of the hour. Thank you very much, everybody. I hope everyone's going to have a good weekend. Thank you very much for that sentiment. Um, thank for for Kate. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, I hope you have a great weekend too. Um, on Monday, um, we're going to. I'm going to hopefully have some stuff for you um, on the action trailers. We'll see. I'm going to try to run some of the screens tonight. And see, you know, if I can get a nice ready list. I think what I'll probably be doing for everybody um, on the action trailers, I'll probably I probably send out the uh, the watch list to everybody. But you got to be on the on on the uh, action trailers in order to do it. Uh, you, we have to be on the action trailers. So I'm going to try to I'm going to try to send out a watch list. Now the watch list is a little bit different. Then the the watch list is a little bit different than the um, the ready list. By the way, these are available for the people that are in the Discord room. I'm going to put up a new watch list and a new ready list. The watch list is sort of the overall, you know, stocks that you should definitely be looking at. 
The ready lists are ones that are kind of ready to buy. The watch list, you know, you're kind of seeing if they're getting in position. They're maybe one or two or three weeks out. The ready list, you could go on. If they come into the buy zone, you could buy them right now. So that's the two differences. There's the watch list and there's the ready list. So that's kind of how that goes. Well, um, uh, till, till Monday at uh, 2.30 or so, um, I will see you. And I hope you have a very, very nice weekend. Happy trading. And I hope everyone is... Uh, is, is doing well and enjoying the summer.